0: We are living in the age of materialism. So, the materialism becomes a new path. We cannot reject it, we cannot condemn it. But first of all, we have to understand the meaning of materialism. So there are two meanings.
1: Number one, the common definition of materialism is about material wealth, living a materialistic life.
0: lots of money
1: luxury big houses big business beautiful clothes trips travels
0: possessions that is one way of defining materialism and it is beautiful unless It
1: allows us to grow to different levels of consciousness. So materialism of this kind is not bad in itself. It becomes a problem when we are stuck in it. In the past, there were many kings, and one of the kings, from Indian history, is a King Janak who, in spite of being a king, was an enlightened human being. So he became king because of his talents. But being enlightened, whatever he did was full of enlightened leadership for the well-being of others. So this kind of materialism is not a problem if its expansion is not horizontal, same level. So I'm a millionaire, I become a billionaire. That is what is called horizontal expansion because in this expansion, there is no fundamental change in that person, except expansion happened at the same level. Because there is a second expansion, which is called vertical. And vertical means not only I'm expanding horizontally at the same level as a materialist, actually I'm growing up in the level
0: of consciousness.
1: Otherwise, I'm stuck. And that is what happened to most people. First of all, they spend their time in earning wealth. And then they spend time in spending that wealth. So the whole life is stuck at one level. That is the problem with this kind of materialism. Rarely some people get out of it. So this is one kind of materialism. Second kind of materialism
0: is the view that
1: everything in our universe, in our world, evolved from matter and energy. Because they don't believe any kind of spirit, soul, or God, or whatever. They say, everything in this universe, including what we call body, our minds, our emotions, and love and feelings, they all emerge from the matter and energy. And that is the
0: view of science. And this materialism is
1: more Powerful. Because not only it is going to stay, it is going to expand. Gradually, all parts of human world will be deeply affected by scientific materialism.
0: And the effect of it will be
1: that our old systems, our old religions, spirituality is going to slowly fade away. It will take a lot of time and still there will be followers. But nonetheless, in coming decades and century, science is going to replace. So they will be either reduced to psychotherapy or just some limited groups because science already entered into the realm of unknown, which was the domain of poetry and philosophy and religion. We have to accept it as a fact. If we want to deny it, it's not going to make any difference because our younger generations are not going to To accept the traditions of the past, including yoga. A lot of people, they complain about yoga, that it is reduced to only asanas and a bit of pranayama, a bit of meditation. And nobody is going talking about samadhi or pratyahari know, all other parts, very refined parts of yoga for the right reason because that is merely philosophy for them. What they retained in yoga, which is very much materialistic part, tangible, very biological, you can feel it, you can share. And the same is going to happen with nearly all religions and even other systems, including Buddhism. So we have to accept this
0: part of materialism.
1: And there should not be any problem. Why it is a problem? Because as Matt mentioned before, he started chanting that uh, the matter and whatever it is there, it is a part of one truth, one reality. But normal understanding is that matter is not spiritual. That is a total, complete misunderstanding
0: that caused division between
1: materialistic science and spiritualist. So spiritualists always talk about something out there and materialists talk all about what is here, not knowing it is merely in a spectrum with different colors. And the bottom part is matter, and the top part is pure consciousness. And there is no conflict because it is a single spectrum of the ultimate reality. So, matter, the materialism, scientific materialism, this body which is made up of matter and energy can be a wonderful. Door. And that is what somatofulness is all about. People are not going to change because there are grand old philosophies. Actually, those philosophy and spiritualities they have to change. The approach has to change. And it is nothing new, actually. I'll give you two examples. One is from Indian system. Approximately 3,000 years ago, there was a very big movement. It was a movement of materialism. There were great sages. They were called Charvaks. They purely believed in matter, that through matter you can enter and you can reach your goal. Number one. Number two, Kapil was a sage whose students taught Buddha. Actually, Buddha learned about meditation from sage Kapil's student, Alam Karara.
0: He was a student. And
1: Kapil's teachings were that on the very top, Is the pure consciousness, absolutely free, infinite, limitless, unbound, eternal. And at the very bottom is the matter. So our cosmic existence is not only about consciousness. It is also about matter. And in between is? Universal consciousness, soul, intellectual mind, emotional mind, and then the body. So what happened in the past, we entered into this reality or truth through relatively higher stages. They were different door. Different levels were different door. But now in the last 300 years, our world is totally transformed. Never in human history there was such a radical change in our external world as happened in the last 300 years because of the science and technology. Everywhere magic. This is magic that I'm sitting here In this little room, I am connected to the whole world. If we bring a person from 500 years ago and drop in New York City or Delhi or Toronto, there is a possibility that person will go into shock, will faint, won't be able to believe. The cars, and the planes, and the television, and the internet, and mobile, and all of us are living to such a ripe old age. Can we imagine, on an average, life expectancy was 25 years, about a century ago. Now somebody dies at the age of 75, we say, died young. We expect 90. So what I'm trying to say that this is not going to go back. It is only going to go forward. So whole idea of liberation,
0: whole idea of enlightenment has to happen through this matter and energy.
1: That is why if you really go into various systems, either they are fading or they are there for namesake. Because we are so busy, we cannot devote 10 years of continuous study with a guru, with a teacher, because that is what used to happen. People devoted their whole lifetime. We are extremely busy. We are individualistic. Our education is
0: scientific. So there has
1: to be a way, a path of matter and energy. Because matter is sacred. If matter is not sacred, then nothing is sacred. That means there is a fragmentation be- between material reality, other reality about which we talk.
0: And that is, is already affirmed by great sage Kapil, almost
1: 3,000 years ago. because from that matter and energy comes
0: life. 3.8 billion years ago, it is the result of the same matter.
1: And why these old systems are not going to work? I will elaborate a little bit more onto it. Lots of them were created by people who were monks,
0: renunciates. They were
1: not our classical family people.
0: So their point of view was as if life
1: was all about liberation. They spent their lifetime. So yoga, Vedanta, non-dualism, even Buddhism, although Buddha got married, but basically he was the, the first one to start monastic religion, monastic way of life. Before that in India, there was no organized monasticism. People who felt like they became. But they were exceptions rather than The rule. Rule was the family life. So, lots of these systems were created by these people who sort of almost ignored the family life and ordinary life, which was okay. But it is not going to work in our time Because society is rejecting monasticism, partly because it is not conducive to life. Celibacy is against the nature for most people, except 1% population, which is asexual.
0: And we are so busy in multiple things of the world,
1: that we cannot devote every day, four to five hours, ten hours, studying and meditating. So those kind of old systems are only relevant for few people. Number two, all these systems were Negating ordinary life. It was the path of what is called neti, neti, not this, not this, not this, not this. I'm not my house, I'm not my wife, I'm not my children, I'm not my husband, I'm not my job, I'm not my country, religion, this and that. That is called path of negation. So old systems basically were neti neti now it is very hard to imagine that a modern person will say you know i am not my education i am not my job sort of to reach that state no so negation is not going to work it worked beautifully it has its relevance that is why it was there it flourished it grew but now what we need the path of affirmation asti asti i am my body i am my intelligence i am my intellect i am my spirit i am my soul i'm this 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 and keep on going so instead of negating i have to affirm how i could say i'm not my daughter, my wife, my body. It is impossible. I love her. I love everything. I want to enjoy this world. I am not a monk. I am not a sannyasi. I, I didn't re- renounce everything. Path of
0: Affirmation. Which is a beautiful path, equally beautiful path. Negation worked there,
1: but Negation is not going to work anymore. Because if I am not my job, then how I am going to do it in a good way? If I am not my daughter, how I am going to indulge in her? Right? So she will feel good. She will grow
0: with love and emotions and wonderful feelings. So, the monastic and also the negation. And the third part is that whatever we do has to be part of my daily life. In the past, most people lived on land. Agriculture, that was the primary thing.
1: More than three, four hundred years ago, most of the world was was survived because of the land, agriculture, pastoral time, pastoral era.
0: Our life moved according to to the
1: rhythms of nature because there was no electricity. There were no computer and any person had way more time than we have. So they could devote, they could dedicate, they could put it separate time every day. That is why all these very elaborate rituals came from there. Going to the church, going to the temple, festivals went on for days. For everything, there was a fixed assigned thing. We don't have time. So for example, Christmas, how many people are really interested in that elaborate Christmas and they are going to mass and they are singing. Same thing in India. Everywhere, even in traditional societies, it is disappearing. So the new challenge is of the new spirituality that it has to be based on this materialism and also it has to be integrated in my daily life it cannot be separated from it we cannot go for six month retreat taking sabbatical for three years to go into all kinds of spiritual things
0: And what can be
1: very easily integrated in our life is what is happening within my body. So whether I'm sitting or walking or bathing or eating or cooking or talking or doing job or sleeping, the body is always there. In fact, the Only living entity
0: and the most intelligent
1: creation of the nature. It is the most ancient intelligence which is in each cell of the body. More than any scripture, any practice, any holy book, any philosophy. Any teachings. This is the most beautiful book, the book of my life.
0: All other scripture, holy book, actually
1: came out of it from life's intelligence. Whether it is science or spirituality, it doesn't matter. It is
0: always ready to
1: give us access. And first time, it is so wonderful that in Western medical science, they are fully recognizing it. And there is a a great system emerging out of this matter-energy combination, life and the body. And I mentioned it before, it is called Interoception. Interoception. What is interoception? Interoception is when we start feeling the sensations and vibration in our
0: body. And in future
1: trauma therapy, psychotherapy, Interoception is going to be the most important because it is the most reliable, solid, connected with our life energy.
0: And from there, from
1: where those sensations come, they come from our organs. Our heart, our liver, our lung, our brain, this and also from the Sensations which are emerging from our sense of smell and taste because they affect it. So, during COVID, some people lost their sense of smell and they will find that they cannot accurately map these sensations in their body because they are intimately connected.
0: but the beauty of body is not
1: it's not only interoception means feeling the vibrations and sensation if you go a little bit more deep into it there is a full intelligence which will emerge and that intelligent intelligence manifests as feelings And we are not talking about individual feeling, just feeling everything. Because so far, our emphasis was on intellect. And actually, intellect, if it dominates, it becomes oppressor of the true intelligence in us, which is the intelligence of feeling. If you really look into your life, every single decision which we make, It is because of the feeling intelligence. The most profound experience of our life, they are based on feeling intelligence. Love, fulfillment, enlightenment, meaning, purpose, destiny. You go into any profound transformation. It can never happen through the intellect. It only happens through massive surge of feeling because that is so fundamentally engraved, etched into the body as body's intelligence. And not only that, the third part, which is the life energy, which flows into the body, actually it is connected with all other life. we appreciate nature but we are not truly connected to the nature how we are connected to the nature through our intellect or emotions how beautiful, how wonderful but when this life energy in the form of feelings emerge it will cross the body and it will connect to all life energy and in those moments we won't have these words there will be a silence. There won't be any communication. It will be communion, a direct experience of the nature. And we will feel as if we became one with
0: everything, directly.
1: That is the path of the body. It's intelligence and life energy. Because ultimately, matter is sacred. Energy is sacred. It is the part of the total sacredness. And because in our time, it is the scientific materialism which is going to dominate and sweep In future, completely, our spirituality has to adapt and adjust. Open the door in this body, which is waiting. And I will tell you, it is the most direct and simple path also. You need not to master multiple meditations or yoga scriptures, book, philosophies, gurus and teacher, they will become absolutely secondary because the most beautiful guru, the most beautiful scripture, the most beautiful instructor is sitting in the body and it's intelligence. We need a little bit of effort in the beginning. I
0: totally agree. After that,
1: no. Because... It will become a spontaneous, effortless process. And that is what somatofulness is all about.
0: And I will conclude with three
1: aspects of somatofulness. Number one, somatic healing from trauma, attaining complete emotional, and mental health. Number two, living to the maximum, to the peak of our life with fulfillment. And number three, living in synergy with nature. Because we have two core problems in human world. Number one is mental and emotional health problems. And number two, destruction of nature. And this is the path of the body which addresses both of them directly.